Shalom to all. Today's office is getting tough. Yoda. We're starting the sixth line with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Zara, Basar Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadavanolia, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rifka Basar Mayor Zev, Hernish Shama Shadavanolia. And the Mishnah tells us, Kol Gatche Shalvaid Kusi Pasal, Chutz Mikitin Hashem Shechur Avadim. Any get, which over here means a star. In other words, any star that has a Kusi signed on it, it's Pasal, except for a get of a woman or a Shechur of an Eved. And the reason for that is because we can't trust Kusim. They're often suspected of saying false Eidos. So therefore, we can't trust them when they're signed on a shtar, except for a get or shechur. And there's a story they brought a get in front of Rabbi Gamaliel and Kfar Usnai, and the Edim were Kusim, and he was Machshirit. And the Gemara says, Mani Masnisin, who's our Mishnah? It's not the Tanakama or Ablaza or Rabshim Gamaliel. Why not? The time because we have a Brisa. Matzah's Kusim Muteras. A person's allowed to eat matzah made by a Kusi. Matzah as in the crunchy cracker we eat on Pesach. So one's allowed to eat matzah made by a Kusi. And he doesn't have to suspect that it wasn't made carefully and that it's chamet. He could trust that really it's 100% matzah. And a person could also be yotzei's chiv with this matzah on Pesach. What does it mean be yotzei's chiv? So we know that there's really only a chiv to eat matzah the first night of Pesach. And that matzah has to be guarded. It has to be matzah mishtameres. As we're making the matzah, we always say, l'shem matzah's mitzvah. It has to be specifically guarded for the mitzvah of matzah. So not only are we allowed to trust this kusi's matzah, that it's not chamet, but that it was even don l'shma. However, Kusim are not experts in the specifics of mitzvahs, so therefore we can't trust them. And Rosh Hashanah tells us that no Israel. Any mitzvah that the Kusim lashed onto that they decided that they're going to keep, so they're actually much more medactic with that mitzvah more than regular Yidin are, and therefore when it comes to matzah we can trust them. So now the Gemara tells us money. Who's our Mishnah like? Itanakam, if you want to say it's like the Tanakama, well, if you Shar stars, Nami, we should say that an aid that's a Kusi is allowed to be signed on other stars as well. Because if we trust Kusim, so we trust them. And if we trust them regarding Yidin, we should trust them regarding other stars. And your blazer, if you want to say it's your blazer, well, if you'll get Isha Nami Lai, then we shouldn't trust a Kusi to sign on a get for a woman either. And for your Shim Gamaliel, if you want to say our mission from Shim Gamaliel, that any time that a Kusi takes on a mitzvah, we can trust them implicitly with that, well, Ida Achsuk, that means if we're going to trust him in regards to Gitin, Afilushar stars Nami, then we should also trust him in regards to other stars as well, because it means they've taken on the whole concept of being trustworthy when it comes to stars. And Ida Loya Achsuk, if we're not going to trust him in regards to other stars, Afil get Isha Nami Lai, then we should not trust them in regards to get Isha. And Rechitim, if you want to suggest from Shim that it really is Rav Shem Gamil, that they're only trusted in regards to Get and Shechur, but they're not trusted in regards to other stars. Well, if that's really so, my ear Yachad. So then why would our Mishnah say that we're allowed to have one aid Kusi signed on a Get? We should even allow two Kusim to be signed on a Get or Shechur. That they were only Machshir to have one aid Kusi signed, not two. According to Rav Shem Gamil, two Eidim Kusim should be allowed. So my answer is really our Mishnah is Rav Lazar. Then in general, we cannot trust Kusim. However, we're here, it's different. The situation that we're talking about is that the Yisrael was signed at the end, meaning the proper full-fledged Yid, he was a second signature on this get, and the Kusi was the first one. If this particular Kusi that was signed on the get wasn't a Chaver, so this Yid would not let the Kusi sign before him. So it must be that in this particular situation, the Kusi that was signed is trustworthy. If so, then this should apply to all other stars as well. In other words, anytime we have any star that comes in front of us, that the first aid signed is a kusi, and the next one is a full-fledged yid, we should say, okay, with that kusi we can trust. Why don't we say that? Ella must be, why is that not the case? Because I'm reading, we would say, the reason why the full-fledged yid signed second on the star is because he left an open space for someone who's more chashev than him to sign. And instead of someone more chashev than him signing, a kusi ended up signing. And that's why we can't trust other stars. Well, Hachanami, why don't we say over here also, that the yid left a space for someone who's older than him to sign, and instead a kusi signed. So once again, we're back 
back to our original problem. Why is it that one Eid Kusi is allowed on a star? And according to whom is that? So Rav Papa, he answers, Zaysa Maris tells us, that Eidim that are signed on a get are not allowed to sign one without the other. With a regular star, let's see what Dine Maman is, we could have one Eid signing, even though the other Eid that signed is not there. But by a get of a woman, all the Eidim have to sign at the same time. So if we have an Eid Kusi signed on it, it must be that he was there with a full-fledged Yid, and therefore we could trust that Kusi. Now my time, why is that, that all the Eidim that are signing on the get have to be there together? Amravashi answers, because of the case of Kulchem. What's the case of Kulchem? Let's say there's a man in the room with 10 people, and he tells them, Kulchem, all of you, write a get for my wife. So one of them writes the get, and in that case, all nine of them have to sign it. And if they don't sign it, so then it's not a kosher get. So it's because of this situation, there's this Xera, that anytime Adam are going to be signing on a get, they all have to be there together signing at the same time. Now we just analyze something that we just said. Gufa was just stated before, Amar Blazer Blazer said, They were only machshir one Eid Kusi to be signed on a get. Now my Kamash one, what's that teaching us? Ask the Gemara. Tanina, we already learned that in our Mishnah. Any get, which over here means any shtar that has Eid Kusi signed on it, it's possible, except for a get of a woman. So we already see from our Mishnah that a woman's get is allowed to have Eid Kusi on it. So what's her blazer coming to tell us? The Gemara answers, even Masnison, if we only had the Mishnah, Havamina, I would think Afilu Trey Nami, that we're even allowed to have two Eidim Kusim signed on a get. And the only reason why it says one is Mishum de Bishtar, Safilu Chad Nami Loi, since when we're dealing with other stars, even having one Eid Kusi is not okay, but really perhaps two Eidim Kusim are okay. Kamash Mulan. Therefore, Belazer comes along to say that only one Eid Kusi is Kasher on a get. As the Gemara of a Treloi, two Edim Kusim are not kosher to be signed on a get. But Vaktani, our Mishnah said, get kusim that there was a store that they brought a get Isha in front of Gamliel and Kfar Usnai, and this get Isha, both of the Edim were Kusim. So we see that two Edim are okay. So Rabbi, he answers, Tani, Edai. Really, we should teach in the Mishnah that Edai, it's Ed, meaning there was only one Ed that was a Kusi. Whereas Rav Amarava argues that that story with Ram Gamliel actually had two Edim Kusim signed. On it. Rabbi Gamliel, Mephilic Polyg, Rabbi Gamliel actually argues with the Tanakam of our Mishnah, the Chasuri Mechsra, and our Mishnah is missing something. Machitani, this is really what should be taught. For Rabbi Gamliel, Machshir Bashnaim, Rabbi Gamliel allows with two Edim, Umay Sanami, and there's a story also, Shevil of Nair, Rabbi Gamliel, Kfarusnai, get the Ishev Hayu Edav Ede Kusim, Mechshir, and he was Machshir. And moving on to the Mishnah, the Mishnah tells us, Kalashtar, Sahil Barkashal, Evdikahavim, Afal Pishachasmeim, Evdikahavim, Ksherim, any star that comes from the Arkais, from the court system of non Jews, even though the ones that are signed on it are non Jews, that star is still Kasher. Except for a get isha and a shechur of an evid, those are not kosher if they come from the secular court system. Now, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Af even those are kosher. This is only mentioned if it came from a hediyot, which means we're only not allowed to trust a get or a shechur that comes from a secular court if it wasn't done by a court. If it was done by a hediyot, it was just done by a regular non-Jew, so then we can't trust it. But if it comes from an official court, even though it was a non-Jewish court, we can trust it. Now, the Gemara comments, Kapasik of The Mishnah gives us a very clear psak and teaches the call. Hashtaris, all shtaris that come from a secular court, they're kosher. Now that means, that it doesn't make a difference if this is a shtar mecher, meaning a shtar that's documenting a sale, or a shtar that's documenting a matana, though let's say Reuven is giving Shimon something as a present. And both of those shtaris are kosher if they come from a secular court. Now why is that? Bishlam mecher, we can understand why mecher we can trust, when Reuven pays Shimon for his object, and he did it in front of them, meaning in front of these non-Jewish judges, so it's when Reuven gave Shimon that money, he was kind of his object, 
And this star is just a raya, it's just a proof that it happened, so therefore we could trust the secular court. Because if Reuven wouldn't have given money to Shimon in front of these judges, they wouldn't make themselves look bad and write a star in regards to something that never happened. So if a star mecher comes from a secular court system, we can trust that Reuven actually paid Shimon the money and bought this object from him. Matana, but we're talking about Reuven giving Shimon a matana, how is Shimon kaina that matana? Isn't he kaina with the star? Meaning the only way that Shimon is kaina the thing from Reuven is with this piece of paper that says, I Reuven am giving you Shimon this object of value. But that's a problem because this star is just a broken piece of pottery. That's literally what the word means. It's just a broken piece of pottery, which means it's a piece of garbage. The star doesn't mean anything. It's coming from a secular court system. It doesn't have the halachic ability to affect a Kenyan. So how's our mission telling us that a star matana is valid if it comes from a secular court system. So Amr Shmuel, the answer is Dina de Malchus simply because of this halacha, Dina de Malchus that the law of the land is a law, that even though this is coming from a non-Jewish court system, since they set up laws and they have the official laws, we follow them, and that's why. Vibay say, alternatively, Tani, what we should really teach in our Mishnah is Chutz Mikigite Nashim, anything which is like the get of a woman. Meaning when our Mishnah says that all stars that come from non-Jewish court systems are kosher, except for the get of a woman, it's not specific to the get of a woman. It's anything which is like the get of a woman. Chutz something which is like a get, and what is like a get? Anything that the shtar itself affects the halachic change, and a shtar matana is just like that. The shtar itself affects the halachic kenyan from Ruvain to Shemin, and therefore a shtar matana would not be kosher if it comes from a secular court system. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.